Hello, 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 and welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where we help passionate people create stable income with flexible schedules by getting ideal nonprofit clients with the best grant writing and nonprofit sales strategies in the industry. My name is Holly Rustic, and I went from working 50 plus hours per week as a grant writer inside a nonprofit, living paycheck to paycheck, to opening my own freelance grant writing business and only working part-time hours, earning more than I ever had before. Inside our programs, the Freelance Grant Writer Academy and the Grant Professional Mentorship, I have helped more than 100 changemakers get out of toxic 9-to-5 jobs and replace their full-time incomes while working part-time as a grant writer from home and around the world. Simply by learning how to write grants through our grants writing formula and implementing our unique approach to nonprofit sales. Join these aspiring and seasoned grant writers so you too can secure ideal nonprofit clients with cause areas that you fully believe in, get them massive funding, and be able to set your own schedule and revenue goals. Be sure to join our weekly email newsletter, The Freelance Grant Writer Hub Haven, where you get stress-free nuggets on the financial stability components and skills of being a freelance grant writer. Plus, you get updates about the Freelance Grant Writer Academy. Just go to grantwritingandfunding.com to subscribe. And now let's get ready for the most bold, empowering, and approachable coaching and conversations you've ever heard. Let's create a higher standard of stability freedom, and legacy together. Hi there, Changemaker. It's Holly Rustic with Grant Writing and Funding, and welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding podcast. We are on episode 306. OMG. So thanks for hanging out with us. We're having so much fun as we continue bringing on members from the Freelance Grant Writer Academy to share about their freelance grant writing business and about their experience. Today we have on the show Jen Bowen, and she's the principal for Granting for Good. And she entered the academy several months ago and literally had not earned any money yet for writing grants, hadn't had a grant uh, secured. And and since just several months, she's already secured nearly 250,000 in grant awards. And she has two retainer clients and she's being subcontracted by somebody in the mentorship. So I love the crossover of our program, it's totally fun. What I've seen about Jen is she really loves to use our Slack channel, which is fantastic. So as she's writing a grant, she's like, hey, I need a letter of support, where where do I find that? And I'm like, okay, go into this part of the course right here and you can grab all the letters of support, MOU templates, all the things. And then the next day she'll be like, hey, I also jumped in there and I I grabbed this uh, template for a logic model, this is fantastic. So she's using it as she's writing grants. Totally why we have that program in the academy, right? Why we teach you also how to write grants and we have all the resources for you. So as you continue to write grants, you can also utilize all the resources we have. And then she's been one too that also submits her grants for review. So we review them before she sends them to the clients. As she's working on a grant, she can get feedback so she can really navigate through that grant writing process. And in response to that, she's been able, she's been getting her grants awarded, like amazing. And what's really fun is she's like been able to get the first grants for a nonprofit. Not just like she's writing, but like, for that nonprofit. 
the highest awarded grants for a nonprofit. Like a lot of fun first. <laughs> so this has been so much fun to talk to Jen. And she offers so much to the value of the community as well. Her background is from corporate America. And she's really coming into this going, how can I go from my corporate job into consultancy with nonprofits? Like I want more meaning in my life. I want to have my time. I want to have my control over my schedule, but I still want to make money and I still want to feel appreciated and valued. So that's what we've been really working on inside the Academy for um, her, but she's also been able to bring her corporate experience and her knowledge and background and energy and just insatiable optimism into the group as well, which has been such a gift. And that's what I love all of the people in the Academy. It's not just like what we're giving out to folks inside, it's what you all give back as well. That makes it such a beautiful place. Before we bring Jen on, I just wanna go ahead and say the doors to the Freelance Grant Writer Academy are officially open. They do close in less than a week on January 21st. So you definitely wanna get inside and join all of the wonderful people who are joining the Freelance Grant Writer Academy and who are able to now quit their toxic nonprofit jobs, replace their full-time income with freelance grant writing. You can be one of those just like Jen is today, just like we heard from Tiffany last week who quit her job a full quarter early, and just like Lauren who's come in to really be like, I wanna build this business up. I wanna you know, do amazing things. And she's already booked out, has a wait list for clients, like amazing. But the doors do close this Sunday, January 21st at midnight. So you all wanna be able to join now to get in at the new year while all the new commitments are happening in your life and to be like, okay, I'm gonna start my 2024 off strong. I have 12 months in this program. I have the entire year of 2024 and I am going to set some goals for myself. Maybe that is having a goal of quitting that toxic nonprofit job before the end of the year right? Maybe it's starting the business so you can pay off some debt, so you can put some monies in savings, so you can take a trip. Maybe it's just starting that freelance grant writing job so you feel like you have options, so you have more confidence when you ask for a raise or a promotion, right? There are so many benefits of starting a freelance grant writing business, and we are going to be a part of that journey with you for the next 12 months when you join the Freelance Grant Writer Academy. So start your 2024 where you can disrupt some toxicity that was happening in your life, and you can really start to say, you know what, I can break glass ceilings. You know what, I can spend more time with my family. You know what, the world has changed, and I'm gonna be a part of this change. And I wanna start serving nonprofits that have specific causes that I am passionate about. That's what I want to start to do with my life. And I don't want to work inside a nonprofit where I feel like, oh my gosh, like I'm not really getting paid that much. And I like, I love the cause, but I can't put my health on hold. I can't put my family on hold because of the cause either, right? So this is a great place to actually set up boundaries where you can still have huge impact for the causes that you care about, but at the same time, you can have balance in your life with having your own schedule and getting paid fairly. So once again, do jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 306 for the link for the Freelance Grant Writer Academy and to find out all about Jen today. All right, here's Jen. Hello, hello, hello. This is Holly Rustic with Grant Writing and Funding, and I am super excited to talk to Jen Bowen today. And because she's in the Freelance Grant Writer Academy, she's been just kicking butt since she got in a few months ago. And I just love seeing the progress that you're making there and 
all of the good that you are doing for nonprofits, like you're securing, you've got your first grant secured and securing more grants. And I'm just seeing this and, and you're onboarding your first ever clients. And it's just so much fun to see how you've come into the program and you've just like been going to the calls, been taking advantage of the Slack and just making your business work so quickly. So welcome. And you are the principal for Granting for Good. So we're going to talk about that too a bit as well. So welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Show, Jen. Thank you, Holly. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm really excited. I wanted to talk about your background a little bit because um, when you came in, uh, you're coming from a very corporate background, right? And into the nonprofit space. So can you kind of talk about like why you're even interested in being a freelance grant writer? Like why this is such a, you know, it's your full-time thing now, right? So like yeah. what led you to this? Yeah. So I was with HBO for 25 years, um, selling their original programming internationally, I traveled all over the place. I mean, I thought I had the dream job, and I did. Um, the media landscape has collapsed a little bit, um, and we saw that coming for a while. So I knew that around 25 years would probably be when I was getting out. And um, and then when I did, I, my husband's in um, media too, and and he was doing other things, and I just kept thinking, I can't put lightning in a bottle again, and it's never going to be this great. And I just wanted something different. Mm -hmm. And I've always been a lifelong learner, and I'm more challenged by something that was new. So I spent several years after HBO kind of tossing around a trillion different things to figure out what I wanted to do. I came from like a journalism journalism background in school so I knew I liked to research I knew I liked to write I knew I liked to learn about new things and after being in corporate America for so long I just we used to sit I mean I've said this before but we used to sit in board meetings and constantly say like well we're not curing cancer we're not saving lives and and then I felt like, well, why don't we do, why don't I do that now? I mean, it's kind of like, you know, midlife, a different career. And so I just really wanted to give back and do something good. So I started um, volunteering for some boards. I found the right boards for me that gave a little bit that fed my passion. I had a passion for dance and um so I got on a board that did dance lessons for kids with disabilities mm -hmm. and through COVID uh, and everything like that. Next thing you know, I ended up chairing that board. Mm -hmm. um, and it was so fascinating to watch all of these really creative people, um, you know, pouring their heart and soul out, working actually a lot harder than I had ever worked at HBO. And, but it was so chaotic. And I thought, well, all of this experience I've had in corporate can add a little bit of structure to that chaos. And so, um, so that's where I found it was kind of a good blend to, to do both. And as I started thinking about it, I thought, well, I want to write and I want to do this and that. And sitting in a board meeting, somebody said, we should really hire a grant writer. I'm like, well, why don't we just hire me to do that? And then I started taking courses and I found you and I did like, you know, like I said, lifelong learning, reading everything, listening to everything. Mm -hmm. And as I did, I realized like, oh, this is such a niche and 
you could fall down rabbit holes forever just trying to get really good at this. And so it was mm -hmm. hard to concentrate on running a nonprofit or, or chairing the board at the same time that I was writing grants. And I liked the grant writing stuff best because it felt like it had a little bit more structure. Mm -hmm. um, so then I just sort of threw myself into that and figured, okay, let me see if I can make a business out of this. I love that. And I, and I love that your hat is like that journalism background, right? And that probably got you into media and all of that, right? To begin with, but how you can use something. And I did journalism um, when I did my associate's degree and I loved it so much. Um, editor in chief of the newspaper and all of that, you know, and so much fun. But I, I really think that it also helped me be a grant writer once I picked up grant writing later on, because it is a very analytical. I see a lot of people from journalism, lawyers that sort of come into grant writing, like uh, finally, yeah. <laughs> they finally kind of land in it. And it's like, it's an interesting, yeah, it's an interesting kind of connection with that. But I love how you're saying, yeah, well, you know, we were doing some amazing, amazing things in HBO, but there was always that bigger question of meaning. And now in your life, you're like, oh, I can have the opportunity now to step into that. So with opening up your freelance grant writing business um, this year, do you really feel like, wow, I'm, I'm doing that? Like, do you like, wow, that's what I set out to do. And now I'm doing that. Like, how do you feel involved with the change? Because you've been able to raise like at least $260,000, right? With different grants so far just this year. So how has that been to be like, wow, I am making this huge impact? Yeah, it took me a while to even kind of own the fact that this is what I'm going to do. I, I would, as you know, I didn't announce on LinkedIn. <laughs> I didn't want to do anything. And then when I started sending out my first retainer contracts and billing people, I thought, well, maybe I should like tell people what I'm doing now. So, um, no, it's been really exciting. A lot of it, when you talk about the journalism, too, and even the background of HBO, has been the storytelling aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So I spent years just like figuring out the best way to tell the story. And that's what I'm finding is the most fun creative part is you go into these nonprofits, figure out what their story is and how I also spent a lot of years matching one company with our company and finding out how do you make everybody happy out of it. So now yeah. it's just finding funders and nonprofits and figuring out, okay, where are you all happy, you know, with something to work out from that. So it's good. Um, I experimented with my first grant. Somebody kind of threw me into it and I thought, okay, I'll do it. And was amazed that it, it did really well. We ended up winning the grant. It ended up being for like $200,000. I mean, way more than I expected at the time. And I thought like, okay, maybe I can do this. And, and then it is just like, it keeps picking up momentum. Mm -hmm. I think I did a website less than six months ago. And now I right now have a ton on my plate and I'm working with three different um, companies. And my whole purpose has always just been I'm only going to do it for companies that I feel like I can connect to. Um, I used to say that at HBO too, when I was selling their programming, like I don't want to sell anybody else's programming. Like this doesn't even take work. It was, you know, the best programming in the world, I thought. And so it was really easy to sell it. And again, if I'm working for nonprofits where it's easy to sell what they do and the cause, then it doesn't even feel like work and it doesn't feel like you're selling anything. So I love that. 
Yeah, and I love that you you thought about it for a while and you were doing things like and then you opened your business, like you said, and as soon as you kind of did that and put yourself out there, you got booked, right? Like and that I know like you were talking about that in the academy, like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be putting myself out there. Like, what kind of support systems within the freelance grant writer academy has have been helpful for you in securing your first clients and even your grant writing? Well, I think I listened to every podcast there was. I watched everything on YouTube. I read books constantly. I mean, I was completely immersed in grants from probably April till August. And then I saw your um, nonprofit consulting conference and thought like, I don't know if I'll do that. Let me try. And I came out of there. It was, you know, two days online. So I felt that exact same excitement I used to have when I was at HBO about how great it was to talk about to other people about what you were doing. Um, And then when we spoke after, I thought, no, this is like the right plan for me. There's a lot of other different plans that I might, you know, I I think there's a huge, um, for people that don't know it, there's a huge benefit of connecting with other people, even online. So I was used to going into an office and, you know, having people and now being a consultant by myself, I thought, oh, it's going to be lonely. It's people kept talking about grant writers, just kind of sitting and working in a room by themselves. And now I find it started with the nonprofit consulting conference, but then, you know, through your program and the Slack channel, like all night long, all day long, whenever I have a question, I'll ask people, you'll immediately get opinions. Um, I listened to one of your podcasts. I don't even know if it was before I joined um, the Academy and there was a woman on there who was in your mentorship program and mm-hmm. she was in Florida and I'm based in Florida. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to reach out to her. She says, reach out to her. So I'll reach out to her and see if she's still in Florida. We met, um, she was so nice to take two hours, meet with me. And now I'm actually consulting with her cause she had so much work. And yeah. so that alone has already paid for, or is in the process of paying for what it cost me to join the Academy. And I'm getting mm-hmm. so much more out of that. And then, um, you know, I subscribed to instrumental, which was a big expense of a grant writing database yeah. and found people within the Academy to sign up with me for that. So it's paid for that. So, I mean, at yeah. this point, my, I've certainly, you know, gotten my money's worth out of it, but uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. I think I one, of the, one of the things you keep saying, which couldn't be more true, and I don't know that I believed it as much in the beginning, was that there's so much work to go around and yeah. it doesn't feel competitive. Every single grant writer I talk to just wants to help other grant writers. You don't feel like, I mean, I even had a, another grant writer write me for a, um, a letter of recommendation for a grant she was applying for. I said, well, actually, I'm applying for that same grant. Can you write us? Because the two yep. companies deal with each other. Can you write us one too? And we all went in and I hope we all get it, you know, yeah. and, and maybe we won't, but maybe we will. So it's uh, it's just a really good world of, of people trying to do good and, and help each other out. 
I, I love that. And I love that you're like, yeah, I already made my investment back. And you've actually only been in the, it's a 12 month program. You've only been in for several months. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, that, I mean, I think you sold it to me on it too, was there's a lot of other programs and, and books I can read and things I could do that were really quick um, mm-hmm. to really immerse yourself in it. And that's not really the way that I work. I like to spread things out and get my feet in it and figure out what I'm doing and then have a question here and then have another question tomorrow. So I knew that 12 months was much more my speed of needing to connect with people on it and see what my needs were rather Mm -hmm. than figuring out something in a much shorter. Oh yeah. And we used to have it set up as an eight week cohort a long time ago. So it's, it's interesting. And to see like, no, I want it to be there, not just to get you set up, but as you go through, and I'm so glad because as you go through it, sometimes with things that come up, you're going to write a new grant that you've never written before. Maybe you start want to start looking at federal grants or a different type of grant. And you're like, ooh, I don't know about, like, I know you just dropped in a question like yesterday about something, right? Like, how can I work myself into a grant as a grant uh, manager? Like, you know, and so there's ways to do that. So, and then even like when and if you come across like client issues, right? How do I take care of this? What happens here? client delivery problem right you can you can get feedback on that so we knew we wanted it more long term so we can help along those ways but I just love that even just like you just have a random question that you want feedback that could take you down a rabbit hole of like a week or two or paralyze you right on but you could just put it in slack and get like somebody that's has credibility (laughs) yeah it's so much faster and I think I mean you're in Guam which actually works great for me because I like to work at two o'clock in the morning (laughs) So there'll be times. Yeah. <laughs> then, oh, Holly's still up. I can ask her and you can get an answer quick. But really with everyone in the Slack channel, there's almost always somebody up that will give you some sort of opinion. Um, even if you want to wait for more or even yeah. if it's, you know, what does your website look like? These colors could change, things like that. I mean, it's it's everything. So it's uh, it's really been great. And I think... It is nice to know that when I do get busy, that group of people, I kind of know who they are. I know how they write grants. I know how they've been trained. So it also gives me a little bit more confidence. And if I need to reach out and have somebody do something, it would be real easy to get somebody. Oh, I love that. And I love that mindset shift. Like you said, in the beginning, you're like, I don't know if I believe her that there's enough work to go around three months in. You're like, hey, now I have a pot of people for when I get too busy. (laughs) I did. In fact, I'm already thinking I have um, a friend coming on to come on as like a mental health expert, too, because I've done a lot of disability stuff. But, you know, the mental health world of that ends up getting you know, is such a niche in itself too. And to have different experts to call on for various grants really helps sell it too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love, I absolutely love that you've spoken about getting your investment back and how you've done that. Like you've been able to get your clients now, your first client. So you have three clients and you're on sub, you're on a retainer with somebody else. You're subcontracted out from a person in the mentorship which is fantastic. And that's also like what she, you know, she's like, I'm excited to subcon out to the Academy folks as well, because she also knows that I review your grants in here. So if you write a grant for her, 
you're going to get it reviewed by me or in, from one of our coaches in the program. And then she has that extra kind of backup too, right? Like she doesn't have to go through that process then of giving it to me because you're going to give it to me. So it's like also like um, just it's such a good relationship between the two programs too. It is. It is. Yeah. I'm so glad that you have that. And then um, so I just, I love that you're getting the grants too. Like congratulations on submitting a grant. You know, you've talked about your first grant at first it wasn't awarded, but then they came back and this happens a lot. And I do let you guys know, like, just because it's a no, doesn't mean it's always a no. They actually found some more money, right? Am I correct? And then they're like, yeah. Hey, the way we actually do want to fund this. So yeah. that happens, right? That's not a uniform. Yeah, no, story. it's been great. And, and I even got, um, I think I mentioned one day I applied for a grant that it was a corporation's first grant they put out there. You could tell just by the grant that they didn't really know what they were doing. They, you know, it was, they were throwing a lot of money out there. And I thought, well, they they don't quite have what they're doing yet, but this is the first year. I knew that we would probably get turned down for the first year. And I thought that's okay. Cause they're going to remember we were here their first year and we'll come back another year and another year. And so I don't, the no's don't even bother me. They just are like another challenge. Then I got to figure out like how I'm going to get them. Love it. I love that so much. And I love that you're using instrumental too. And being able, like you said, like you guys actually went on, on a plan together, which makes it way more affordable, but you still have the access right now for what you need it for. Right. Yeah. So that's another plus on just being able to pull together, like resourcing that way. So I love that you guys are doing that because that will save you a lot of money, right. Just to do that. Um, so that's fantastic, but okay. So as we're, as we're closing out today, um, I just want to say again, congratulations, because like getting their clients, right, like so quickly and just because you got clear, you got confident, you said you wanted to come in, get clear on your pricing and packaging. We worked on that. And then you went out there and got them like you're like, I got this now. And it was just very quickly. <laughs> you're like, wow, this happened fast. And then the grants just started rolling in, too. So it was just like to see that confidence and just to see you out there doing it is what makes it happen. It's really not complicated or like so hard to get clients. It's just getting clear, getting confidence, getting the support and, and doing it, right? So do you feel like you're in a different place now than you were several months ago because of that? Oh, yeah. I mean, now I feel like, and I, I did kind of discover this a few times where I would speak to somebody who'd been doing grants for a long time, even at the nonprofit, um, you know, uh, group that I thought everybody else that was coming to it, they might've had years of experience, but actually I think some of the experience I brought gave new fresh eyes to it and was a different way of looking at it. And so, I don't know. I mean, although, you know, I was at HBO for 25 years, but a lot of that's coming over and, um, and helping me here. So in one way, it was fast. In the other way, it's the same kind of stuff. You're just it selling is. what people yeah. want to do and figuring out a nice way to write it and telling a good story. So um, there's so many things that overlap that that's oh, yeah. another And with your journalism background, all of that factors in, right? So when people come and they're like, I don't have any grant writing experience. I'm like, well, what kind of experience do you have? 
because really it's about understanding it. You can learn how to write a grant pretty quickly, actually. It's really not that hard. People are always like, it's so hard, it's so hard. It's just following a system, right? But it's like coming in with that background. So I love that you share that. And you're definitely like, you give so much value in the group too. Like you said, you ask questions, but other people also ask questions and you comment there. So thank you for being so active in there and also sharing your expertise and being available for other people. So that's been very, very helpful. Yeah, no, it's great. It's fun. Yeah. It's really fun yeah. to share. I love it. I love it. And then also where people listening out there, they're like, ooh, I'm really interested in what you're doing. You are securing grants. Maybe they are based in Florida or they have like, you know, something in the background that you were talking about of programs for uh, children with disabilities, that sort of thing. Where can they find you? Because I know you're the principal for Granting for Good, but where can they find you online? Yeah, I uh, the website is uh, grantingforgood.com. I'm also on LinkedIn under Jennifer Bowen. Um, so I'm pretty active on there, trying to follow a lot of different nonprofits and, and grant writers and stuff. Um, and I, yeah, I'm based in Central Florida right now. I um, also am a Canadian citizen and I'm in Canada in the summers. So um, I'm not, uh, not against taking Canadian clients on too. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. yeah, but I, you know, I think for right now, a lot of my passions are in arts or in disabilities are in literacy. I have a family of um, dyslexics living in the house with me. And so, you know, just anything that kind of connects to me, I've got two young girls. And so all of those issues that you see in a lot of nonprofits come up and, uh, and anything I'm passionate about, I will find time to do. I love that. I love that. So yeah, we'll definitely have all the links in the show notes as well. Um, but yeah, for you folks out there in Central Florida, in Canada, or in any of those topic areas, um, definitely reach out to Jen. I mean, she has just been uh, doing amazing, writing amazing grants. Say She brings all that experience and wealth to her grant writing. Wonderful job, Jen. I'm so excited that you're part of the Academy and I can't wait to continue our journey together and see how your business just keeps flourishing. So thank you for being such a gem. Thanks for all your help. It's been, it's been really fun. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll have to have you back uh, at the end of your 12 months and see how everything's progressed, but I just love it. So keep up the great work and I'll see you inside the Academy. Thanks, Sally. Thank you you for listening to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our guest, Jen Bowen, the principal of Granting for Good. It is so much fun having her inside the Freelance Grant Writer Academy. So go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 306 to get all of today's show notes, to find out more about Jen, and to make sure you get inside the Freelance Grant Writer Academy while the doors are open. They do close this Sunday, January 21st at midnight, so you definitely wanna get in before the doors close. We already kick off with our coaching call next Tuesday. You get so many things inside the Academy, coaching, grant reviews, business reviews, our Slack channel. You will get our unique industry concept and how you can actually develop one for your business. You're gonna get clarity on your services and you're gonna understand how to do value-based 
pricing for your services, and you're going to get our ethical nonprofit sales strategy. No more paralysis over how to reach out to nonprofits, no more imposter syndrome around reaching out to nonprofits and writing grants because we got your back inside the academy. We review your grants and we're having our 30 day grant writing challenge happening in February. So in over 30 days, just 15 minutes a day, you're gonna learn how to write a master grant application. And that can be a product that you deliver to your clients as part of your services. So whether or not you're coming from corporate America like Jen, or if you're already in the nonprofit sector, but you really need some additional income, or you wanna set up a retirement job, or a place where you have more time in your schedule because you're gonna be going on maternity leave soon, or you have young children, or you're wanting to travel soon. These are all possibilities. There's all people from different walks of life in the academy that have these different backgrounds that all come together to support each other. Because being a freelancer, you can work anywhere. There are nonprofits literally everywhere in the world. So go to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 306 to go ahead and jump inside the academy and to get all the show notes from today. And if you love this podcast, please do me a favor and leave a review on iTunes or your podcast player as it does help other people find the podcast. All right, I'll see you guys next week. I hope to see you inside the Freelance Grant Writer Academy. All right, bye-bye.